Greetings and salutations, everybody. It's time for another episode of Bald and Bingeable. I'm D'Angelo, and I'm here to take you through an auditory journey through all things pop culture. The stuff that you are insatiable for, the stuff that you find truly bingeable. Today, to talk about the culture of pop from this week is the burlesque entertainer, nerd girl, power femme, controversial, often serving sentences in Facebook jail, my good friend, Lily Holiday. <laughs> hey. Hi. So much like Facebook intro? jail. I loved my intro. It's wildly accurate. It was just like, what do I say? And like, and as I was like, I usually come up with my You're best like, intro. Sheesh when I'm walking the dog, so they go in my notes. Right. And so I was like, okay, let's do this. So this is like a last minute record, everybody. So pulling back the pink curtain, so to speak. But Mm -hmm. um, I was gonna do this episode by myself, but then this weekend got away from me because I was just so fucking busy. Like the world has opened up and like, I'm all of a sudden I have things to do and I don't know how to handle it with myself. (laughs) So I ended up today, uh, Lily texted me and I was like, let's get Lily on. And Lily has been on some of the <laughs> old binge bitch things. And so we've talked yeah. about Star Wars in the past and we did an episode. I'm some- so glad you get some jokes now. The, the Star Wars jokes. I love Star Wars. It's like my new thing. And I say it's my new thing, but it's been a full year now <laughs> that I've been like in bed with Star Wars. And I've watched a lot of it. Like, um the second one. Oh my god clone wars yes clone wars clone wars is my sleeping I... jam you put that on and you will fall asleep so quickly and it actually stays pretty like low volume until like the big battle at the end and by then i'm already yeah out. doesn't make any difference yeah already gone already gone it's nothing but like scenery mm-hmm. like it's as a movie part. it's not great but like it's so scenic that you're just like, it's kind of pretty. So I don't like hate it, hate it. You well, know that's what like, I mean? Like when they go to her, when they go to, when they go to her planet and they go. Her and little they, planet. And they ride. Like the fucking resort. Things. Yeah. The like, fucking resort. Who doesn't want to be at space resort? Come on. I'm ready for space resort. You know what I mean? And like <laughs> there was space city in that one. They had like yeah, Coruscant. Yeah, like everything, like that one. And it's just for some reason it helps me sleep. So, little known fact. I'm like that with Howl's Moving Castle. Oh really? Howl's Moving Castle and um, Grand Budapest Hotel put me out like a fucking light. Any Wes Anderson, you're you just you can't be awake. I haven't watched the Wes Anderson in so long. That was like stuff that like my roommates were really into when I lived in New York City. Um, and it was like, it was like on the verge of like hipsterdom, you know, and everybody is just kind of like, yeah. And when everybody so, had owl jewelry, everybody had owl jewelry. Yes. And everybody had a feather on a necklace. A fucking <laughs> an infinity scarf. Yeah. You didn't you, have an infinity scarf and some glasses, some thick glasses mm-hmm. that, that you was, didn't need. That was the beginning of wearing an infinity scarf. Well, see, I had like the circle scarves from American Apparel. And those things were amazing. Mm-hmm. And I still have a couple of them that I will still use whenever I travel because that's a blanket. <laughs> it's a fucking blanket is what it is. They're huge. They're the best. It's like the best thing ever. It's like cozy white woman like ish, you know. And speaking of, you're only our second. I know. I've had a few white women up on here. I've had you. 
I had the white it. women that show their boobs mm-hmm. didn't think so. No, you're the only white woman who shows her boobs. And then Annie, let her live first. Yeah, and Annie doesn't show her boobs, and that's like from never growing up on that podcast. She's one of my old good friends. So I know her from theater of the past, and I know you from like now events. You know that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> now events, um, basically like like belt. It was like the smoking pat. It was like the smoking patio of um, God. What you call it? Numbers and eighties night. It was eighties night. Oh yeah, Um, yeah. The brass rail when it was called the brass brass rail. rail. Now it's called the rail. It's called the. Everybody started calling it um, brass, and then they changed it. Like, well, we're shortening the name because nobody really calls it, you know, brass rail. And everybody thought they were going to call it. brass and they ended up calling it the rail and now is it even is it even open is it even open yeah it's absolutely open it was actually um this past weekend saturday and it probably saw one of its biggest parties ever because uh joe whitaker was there with his big dilf you know like his big dilf that sounds dilf (laughs) he was there with his big dilf party he's swinging around his big dilf party yeah, and that that like from what I understand too, and I've been talking to different people like who live here in the hood, these bars are seeing pride numbers right now every weekend. These bartenders oh, yeah. are exhausted. <laughs> okay, so let's talk a little bit of pop culture, what's been kind of going on. And I had some other stuff in my news, but today I'm not gonna really talk so much about you know, there's a new season of drag race that just started over on Paramount Plus. There's um, mm-hmm. Drag Race All-Star 6. Uh, they dropped two episodes of it. You guys catch up with it. We'll talk about it later. I don't really feel like... You know what's the funniest thing ever? Said. You what? know this about me, right? I don't watch Drag Race. That which is, is probably one. Yeah, that's probably one of the more surprising things about me. I like watch season six and like, that's it. I didn't like, I just watched one season and I was like, well... That's enough for me. Like I don't you know should, why. You should. I love like, Trixie and fucking uh, Katya too. I watched every like season of uh, uh, you can fucking imagine, and I watched uh, Trixie's you know uh, little YouTube. I I don't watch. Uh, I don't even watch uh, Drag Race though. I don't know why. So funny. It's funny how many people like actually don't watch it. So that's why like today. We'll talk about it later in this week. A lot of people have already done their full recaps and everything else. But then I'm also not mm-hmm. going to talk about, we're not going to do Housewives today. What? Because I don't think you watch Housewives. You're not really into that mess, are you? I know. I so, know. I don't okay. watch Housewives. But our show Go is ahead. back. Did you notice our show is back? Wait, Love is Blind is back? No, Too Hot to Handle, the other one. Oh, my God. The other God. tragic one. So Did they back. trick more people into that this season. i didn't like how the first one ended. okay this is perfect because the thing is is um you haven't watched it so i can't really give away spoilers so you guys can keep on listening because i'm not gonna do spoilers today so what's happening on too hot to handle is they brought back you know all these new hot people there is this girl melinda on there um she reminds perfect, me of Denise. she reminds me of our friend denitra you know what i mean and it's not just because she's a black girl that's not has nothing to do with it it's just kind of her attitude of like you know that she's just like happy go lucky, like like being bubbly, but you know that she'll fuck somebody up in the background. You know what I mean? <laughs> like okay, yeah. like yeah. she will grab no, you by your hair if you do something wrong. And that's how this mm-hmm. girl kind of you kind of have a little bit of that vibe. But they've brought in all these people. And this year it's a hundred thousand dollars. They tricked them all. They all think that they're there to shoot this the show called Paradise Island or something, you know, 
not parasailing. That's another thing. But it's like how do you get tricked twice? No, these are new people. These are new people. Oh, okay. So the whole thing is, is when you think about it, is that all these people have been stuck in quarantine because this is like in the middle of 2020. Oh, they're ready. So they They are are ready ready to to war. And it's people from like the United States. It's again from England. It's uh, Ireland. I mean, like they they went all over. And then there's also like Australia. Right. And so um, beautiful people. And pretty people like that don't Uh watch TV. Come on. They're well, not stuck at home for the They know what it is Netflix. as soon as it finds out. But, you know, everybody thinks that, oh, I'm going to oh, go okay. Because people think, oh, I'm going to go shoot a new dating show. I'm going to go shoot this. And you don't think it's going to be too Wait. hard to handle the moment you go. It could be a possibility, but they do trick them. Pause and side note. Pause and side note about reality TV shows tricking um, tricking contestants. Do you remember um, I Want to Marry Harry, where they had a fake Prince Harry dating reality TV show? And I never really watched gaslit. it. Did you watch they it? They literally I didn't watch it, but I read some of the shit that the producers used to do to those like contestants and I'm like, "Oh, they didn't like you know how people overuse the term gaslight? Mm-hmm. No, no. These girls were literally fucking gaslit into like they would stand outside their doors and be like the the palace the firm is so fucking mad blah 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 blah. Like we have to do this like right away. Otherwise, the palace is going to, like, it was, like, reading about it is just wild. Like, did you ever watch Unreal on Lifetime? Mm -mm. That was on a while ago. Constance Zimmer was in it. It was Jeffrey Boyer Chapman. It was a pretty pretty Mm -hmm. solid cast. That's on Hulu. That should be on your agenda to watch because you would actually really like it because it is just enough amount of trash and camp. But Unreal is this show... Right. The show that basically is highlighting the backstage aspect of a reality dating show. And it was produced and written by people who were on the original seasons of The Bachelor. So they're using their stories to basically tell us this whole thing. And you can watch the whole season. I think it's three or four seasons. You can you can, Mm -hmm. you know, just plow through the whole thing and binge it all. That's a bingeable show, guys. Unreal. You can find it on Hulu now. Um, But it's just they just show like the whole inner workings of how people are just kind of treated and and they really, really sensationalize it with people's like medications and keeping people from their meds and that kind of shit. But in this, Jesus. Yeah. But a lot of it is based on truth. And so, and we actually, we know some people who have directed episodes of the bachelor and that sort of a thing. Mm -hmm. And and like to hear some of the stories is just, it's like insane. I don't know if I can tell any of them here. I have to ask if I have clearance to do that. Because if I tell the story, it'll really, really pinpoint of where people were and places and times. So I don't want to like say. So I'm going to ask if I'm allowed to You talk. know my reality TV show thing. Yes. You were. Um, <laughs> okay. So tell us the whole story about Bad Girls Club. What happened here? <laughs> okay. So Bad Girls Club, they were casting for season two. And they were doing it via fucking MySpace. Like they were just shopping around for whatever fucking hot mess they can find. And during that time period, I was the hottest of holy messes. I was a, a stripper at Dream Girls at the time. Like my profile oh. picture was me on a fucking pole. Like my little <laughs> tagline was like, I'm the baddest bitch to ever hit this town, which is like an Astero lyric, which I'm like, nobody's gay enough to get that, I guess. I don't know. Uh-huh. Um, and they went through all of the casting like and I was like in the final round like they were down to I think like maybe 15 girls that they were gonna 
do and then they're like so when's the last time you were in a fight and i was like uh <laughs> um they really well, look for those girls <laughs> uh and i was just like uh <laughs> they're like what happened and i had to explain to them what happened in middle school and it was not good it was, a girl had to get like i put this girl's face on a stucco wall okay there it is she Ugh. had anger issues okay and they literally they were like there was a, a, a few different uh producers and stuff they were like yeah put her on the show and then mm-hmm. there was other producers that were like she's a liability that is a lot she's gonna fuck somebody up and then i watched season two and i was like mm-hmm. i would have definitely fucked one of those girls up that like, was when, like, without a doubt natalie and Flora. there was a girl that stole a bunch of shit and talked about herself in third person me and her would have fought me and yeah. her would have fought or been best friends. No in between. After, those are the only they two need, people that I remember. They need to bring it back. Bad Girls Club needs to come back. It's so horrible, too. Like, it's just, it's a bad it's show. terrible. It's mm. a terrible. They just, they don't do anything, like, with them. They just put them in a fucking house for a season and just booze it up. And it's just like, well, yeah, there's going to be, you know, mm-hmm. you know, something something happening there and i just wanted to go on and do like my art and stuff and i was just like they're like what what do you think you're gonna do and i was just like i'm just gonna hang out and do art because i want to get out of the club and do art (laughs) and then i became a stripper like another type of stripper and i was like okay all right okay good good one lily uh see like the thing is is like i always think about that too is like um because recently they have had on Paramount Plus. Okay, so oh, when God. we were kids, remember it was just, it was called the real, you know real world road rules challenge, that kind of thing. Now that yeah. we're older, it's just called the challenge. That's all they call it. But they Jesus. just had a challenge all stars, and what they did was they brought back people from our youth. So everybody is like forty to fifty years old, and and I think like the youngest one was maybe like in their like like mid thirties. It's a completely different ball game because everybody is. You know, you're a 40 year old body trying to do these things where you're jumping off of shit and like no. slam no. each other to the floor. I mean, the very my first knees crack now. Yeah, the, this the first episode. These two were like fighting over a, of a like over like a baton. It was kind of like their their challenge. You know what I mean? Like to get each other out of the ring. And this guy picks the Fuck. other one up and just slams him on the floor. And I said that would have been my done day. Like it was like I can't fight to be in this anymore. The next day I would have been laid up. Like I just know my body. Yeah. I don't know how these people do it. But then I was thinking about that too. And like with the whole fact that like when I was a kid, I wanted to be on one of those reality shows so bad because like real world was so bad. I was heartbroken. I was heartbroken when I didn't get to be on bad girls club. And it's like, I didn't even want to tell anybody because I was so embarrassed. But now I'm like, I was too much of a liability to be on bad girls club. Like I was too terrible. I was too much of a fucking nightmare because I would tell them like, oh, yeah, I'm pretty chill, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, tell us about your day. And I was like, well, I get ready where I crack a juice, which is like the knockoff for loco. And then I add vodka to it and then I go to work and they're like, bitch, this is you're too much. You're the most. If you would have went down that path, you would be one of those like. Juvederm filled faces with like oh, cra- crazy boobs 
Like, you know what I mean? Like never go anywhere without high heels on and a corset. Like, you, you think you, you would have turned into one of those girls? <laughs> I think I would have gone way further and weirder than that, to be really fair. You'd have been like a cat like, lady? <laughs> I would have been like... I don't know if I would have been like crazy cat lady, but I would probably give Amanda Lepore a run for her fucking money. Oh, I was actually <laughs> just looking at pictures of her on um she's great Instagram. She's just so iconic, but but she was I would definitely with, have like, fake lips and probably oh yeah a house of Avalon. Yeah, she was she's like with I saw her pictures with her with like Gigi Good in that, you know. And um yeah. and it's just like she still like looks iconic she looks like the barbie doll that she's always been like get it amanda yeah right i love that i I love her voice hi hi guys how are you hey i remember so my very first time i ever had like an interaction with like amanda lapore and she probably doesn't know me from adam but i'm lucky kind of like yeah down and um when i first started doing like little party things and i was with jason preston um Mm -hmm. And so, like, it boy of, like, the early 2000s, like, yeah, <laughs> New York City, yeah. like, Mark Jacobs, all that sort of thing. And so, uh, he's, for those people who would be Googling Jason Preston, he is the, he's <laughs> the old, he was an ex-Mark Jacobs, he's Mark Jacobs ex, the one with the Mark Jacobs tattoo on his uh, forearm. And so, and the Mariah tattoo on his belly. I love him to death. And so, and those, and that tattoo got us into places, girl. <laughs> like, he just had to show that. And like, Mariah, Johnny, uh, and you just get yeah. in. Like, especially the Mark Jacobs one, because everybody knew him by it, you know? So, but I remember, oh um, long story boring, but like, so Amanda Lepore, this one night, we were at, oh my God, it was like right near the end of its run. It's about to open back up right now. And that's going to drive me crazy. Cats. No, Avalon. I think it's not Avalon. What was the big bar from Party Monster? And like oh, the nightclub. Oh, the, the one, the one that, uh, the one that was in the church. Yeah. Yes. Why am I not remembering the name of this, you guys? This it is, is so like bad. Am- Avalon or Abbey. Isn't it the Abbey? No, that's in in LA. People right now are screaming at their car stereo. They're, they're like, they're ah! driving and they're like, you don't know who that is. Um, I think it's actually called the Abbey, though, isn't it? Because it's no. like the, because uh, it's it was an old Abbey and they used to have goth nights there now. Is that not? No. Okay. So let's, let's- they're all shut up from California, girl. Yeah, I'm looking. <laughs> I've it never up even right been now. to New York, and I'm like, you've never been to know. New York City. I've never been to New York City. What? Um, I've been. I'm not a travel bug sort of. You know. I can't get it. I can't person. get with that. Okay, hold for one second. The limelight. It was okay. So everybody at home, I'm so sorry. <laughs> this is so bad. My gay New York City boy card is so revoked right now. Some Just people are taken. Saturday. So the limelight, Peter Gayton, the limelight, all that sort of a thing. So that was the one that was inside of the church that is now like a yeah. Orange Theory or something like that. Like it's just, it's really tragic that that I club is like gone. I want to die. So, okay. So let's get back to what we were talking about. Amanda Lepore at the limelight. So there you go. This one evening, me and Jason, we go and we like show up. And the best thing about it was like when we first got there and we were just like talking to somebody outside or maybe smoking a cigarette. And you see like the line of kids all waiting, you know, to get into the club. 
and we see Amanda get rushed in like she, like a cab comes and like it like she gets out and she like waves at everybody and somebody collects her from the curb somebody from the club and they go and they grab her and whoever else is with her and people Amanda Amanda and she like lifts her hand to her ear and she's like what I, what are you saying <laughs> Sorry, I'm so sorry. What? And like they're like, I'm sorry. And she's like, I'm so, I'm so sorry. So they like rush her in. And so (laughs) that was it. That was like, oh my God, I just love that because like people are asking to like, can you get me in? And she's like, I can't hear you. I'm so sorry. I'm so so sorry. It is so loud. (laughs) So they like rush her. It's just so loud. So like later on that evening, we're like inside of one of like these little rooms. And so the reason why the limelight is closed is purely because that place was a liability. There was too many stairwells. There was too many floors, too many places to get lost. Like I can imagine. I feel like that's going to be the case of the DNA lounge in San Francisco. And I love that fucking place. I performed there so many times. This is even more. Dicier. Well, not even dicier, but the thing is, is like if you have DNA Lounge, imagine DNA Lounge, but with like four more stairwells to get lost into, and another like couple mm. like little rooms in places that people are supposed Love to that. Be, that people are allowed to be. It wasn't just like backstage area. <laughs> oh God! So we were inside yeah. of one of like the chapel areas that you know used to be a chapel and now is a big dance room, and she was sitting up in like the organ loft you know and like the dj Naturally. the dj was up there he was like looking down like and uh onto the dance floor and she was sitting behind him on like a toolbox like amanda lapore glammed out in her little mini dress you know making an appearance and she's sitting on this toolbox and she's doing her ma- like her redoing her lipstick and she had a little mirror on a ring that she like slid over her finger and it was just the Shut same up. it was the length of her finger this mirror and then she was sitting there doing her lipstick and just like perfectly doing her red lips like iconically and then just like put it all away so hi good. jason how are you jason how are you tonight <laughs> and just like it was just like Aah. and like i am baby gay i'm like <laughs> maybe, i'm like maybe 21 years old <laughs> time and it was just like amanda lapore is putting on the iconic red lipstick in front of me people like Ugh, I remember I took that little that little journey home. Okay, so <laughs> anyways, basically Lily would be Amanda Lapore now if she went the way of of uh. Ah, uh, yeah, I would be I would be a fucking like. There's no, there wouldn't be any getting me. Like I'd always be doing. I'd be up to fucking something. Mm-hmm. I think if I stayed in New York City, no I, I would have been a mess. Now I'd probably be roided out and be like a complete mess in New York City if I was like if I stayed yeah. There. I would have went down that path. Who even okay. knows what I would have done in LA? God. <laughs> okay. N- nonsense. Back into it. Let's just talk real quickly about the BET Awards. They were on last night on um, BET. Why am I wondering where, where the channel they were on? <laughs> okay, BET okay, Awards. Okay, okay is always like the number one award show it's always like the first one that really kicks off like the summer and that sort of thing so this year it's a little bit weird right and um they were like the first ones who really got it down when it came to like the virtual presentations and that sort of thing and so bet came back last last night with like a fury and it's in my dvr but this morning Mm -hmm. i could not avoid all of the instagram posts so we have queen latifah you guys she's out Queen Latifah came out last night. So did you see this? Oh, 
Oh, okay. So what I watched was the little Nas one that everybody's talking oh, about. And, let's talk about um, that too. Queen so, Latifah came out. You didn't see this? I mean, welcome, welcome, welcome. I know it's welcome. pretty amazing. So like, it was basically that she was um, being given an award for a legacy award um, for, oh my God, why am I doing this? in my head okay she re- queen latifah accepted the lifetime achievement award at the 2021 uh-huh. deserved exactly so she's been in the industry for 35 years you should have seen it though right. because before she got her award she was like flanked by mc light lil kim moni love Perfect. rhapsody and so and they all like thanked her for paving the way and being her their peer blah blah blah, blah. gorgeous so, she gave her like little UNITY is still just absolutely okay. everything. My story about UNITY is honestly when I was a kid. Waking up in the morning, thinking about so many things. I just wish things would get better. I'm trying to get rid of them, but nothing seems to stay the same. When I was a kid, we would take, I, I grew up in Ohio and I grew up naturally. In like, yeah, in the suburbs of like this urban, you know, kind of metro area in, in like Youngstown, Ohio. So people, if you guys know that, mm-hmm. but we used to take, you know, different, what do you call those field trips and things to like Cleveland and like Pittsburgh. But when you went to go, when you were going to Cleveland, there was a point that you would hit uh, Akron and you would get the really good hip hop stations. And so <laughs> I remember having my little. That's how you know you're on. in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And I remember being a little kid with my um, little Walkman, you know, with the AM FM with the little tape deck, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so taking my little tape of yep. Janet Jackson control with me, but then waiting until we Actually. got to Akron, because then I would get that that 106, I think it was. But anyways, um, I remember getting into that area and it was always it was uh, this one time and it was Queen Latifah and it was you. Who are you calling a bitch? <laughs> like it was so <laughs> vicious. And I was like, this is everything. And so I remember just like my favorite song during that like time period. Uh huh. My favorite song during that time period had to be um, None of Your Business. So it was like 11 year old me. Like if I want to take a guy. See, that's a little bit later. None of your business. That like, album's from like 93. Favorite. Like, like you, you and I T Y is like yeah. 89, I believe. And so it's just, it's is insane. it? Yeah. Like, and so it's just, it's insane. But, um, and that's salt and pepper for those people who are going to be like, that's not clean. Latifah. Yeah. yeah. We know that's it's not so. clean. Latifah. Yeah. We know. Okay. We know. So at the no, end of her speech, the last the night, so Queen Latifah, basically she mentioned her longtime partner, Ebony Nichols and their son rebel basically said, my love Ebony and my love rebel. And then she said, happy pride. And it was like, Oh my god finally but at the same time it's like everybody needs their own time and blah 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 blah. and especially being like yeah in this industry and everything but this is pretty major cool like, yeah so i would say so i think she's like i'm ready little nas is making out with a dude on stage i think i'm ready you think, think so the- <laughs> i think that was a little bit of the influence so let's get into that little nas x okay so little nas x um remember the time do you remember the time yeah the, the total he the does total- yeah i felt like if you're gonna very much so like an homage to that if you're gonna reference michael jackson i mean come on i mean like we know that there's a lot of problematic things behind it however you feel about the michael jackson legacy and like you know oprah and everything else but so and we know that the was it finding neverland was just yeah just i didn't watch it because i'm like he's already dead 
I it's don't triggering. Care. It's very, very triggering. Yeah. It's very like, oh no. And so it's and like it really nothing does... was done when he was alive. Like, why do we care now? I want, you know, abusers now to see mm-hmm. jail time. You know, if they're dead, fuck, they're dead. Mm-hmm. Like when people are like, oh my God, David Bowie, I don't care. I don't care because he's dead. He's yeah. dead now. Well, it's just like, like yeah. but you still have to think about like if he did, if anybody, I don't know. Does David Bowie have a legacy like that? I haven't really heard anything about David Bowie. Yeah, David Bowie. He was with a 14-year-old. She, but to be fair, she remembers it like, oh my God. He like put on a silk robe and we, and it was great. Like, and are you going to tell? Like, because again, she banged David Bowie, but she was also 14 and he was like 25 Oh no, I've never so, heard this like, story. And he also, yeah, and he also has like a rape case against him. See, and the thing is, is yeah. like, so you have those kind of. But he's dead, so who cares? Well, that's the whole thing. And so if, if the family wants something or if the girl, you know, that sort of thing, I think it just kind of. You have to look at whatever the victims is. But the thing is, is let's get back into where yeah. we're talking about. Little Nas X. Oh, so sorry. We just sorry. went down. We, down we went down the problematic highway. I told you guys, this is why Lily I gets kicked off of Facebook all the time. Anyway. All the time. All the time. <laughs> I have ADHD. It's not my fault. This is not good for us because I do too. Okay. So with this whole <laughs> Little Nas X situation, though, what I'm loving about it. Okay. Number one, if you're a gay man, I understand Little Nas X, his music may not be for you. And the thing is, but you have to at least give give him his flowers for what he's doing and what he's providing for little black and brown boys right now. Like, oh, yeah. When I if I was 12 years old at home watching this, I would be like, you know, like lose your mind. You would lose your mind. And like so half the kids are like it's spank make material. The other half are like, I'm going to make a gold outfit just like that. And where's you know what I mean? Like and it's just giving everybody this freedom. And yeah, the kiss. Okay, so Little Nas X, if you guys haven't seen the clip, go ahead and look for the clip right now. It's going to be out there. It's on Google. You Just Google it, looking for it on YouTube and that sort of thing. So Little Nas X, he performed last night at the BET Awards. He did this beautifully elaborate set that was just so pop music wonderful this yeah. is something that we that we normally see out of like it was a, egyptian it, yeah it, yeah egyptian inspired and the thing is, is it, and he just had all these guy dancers out there and they're tutting and they're just doing all they're dancing their asses off and little Nas X is, is getting it and the thing is, is and it's just it's a great pop performance and then it he, was a great pop performance i will say though he's not time. like a solid dancer no he's like why, a taylor swift dancer a little bit he's like learning he's a little learning. bit He's, He's you can tell that like he has a bomb choreographer though. Mm-hmm. It's gonna happen. Like it's gonna be kind of like how Dua Lipa when she came out like two years ago. It was like, what is yeah. this girl doing aerobics? And now it's, it's like soft oh, choreo. She it. Yeah. It. So and it comes. Yeah. You know, Rihanna had a little while where she wasn't doing very well with choreography, but you know, you get more money, you get those private teachers, and then you go and you learn in private, mm-hmm. and then when they bring you to mm-hmm. the big rehearsal, it looks like you know what you're doing. So. It's good. Honestly, but- that's such an icon. That was already such an iconic performance. He's already had such an iconic, you know, like the Call Me By Your Name song. Yeah. And well, like before this, the Country he, Road. Old, yeah. Song. Old Town Road. Yeah. Old Town yeah. Road. Like it, he like- he's going to like be this generation's like Michael Jackson, perhaps. Perhaps. I, like, maybe. I don't want to put I, I don't want to put that on. Mm-hmm. You know, that seems like a lot especially with the complicated legacy. I don't think he, he will have a complicated legacy. However, is, is, I, I've, 
he's he earned very his, up this generation and he's earned his right into like diva-ness you know and it's sick oh yeah oh what yeah. sucks is that like I love just it. looking at it from like our gay gay guys the gay guys the gay the gay eyes whatever you want to the gay gays <laughs> the gays i don't know the anyway. gays tm big gay yeah but so like looking at it from that way and it's just like we just often we do not give our gay fellow performers like they're due like if we see them if we see treats trixie mattel in the wig and the boots and the hair and like you know and in like the dress then we're like oh let's flock to her but if trixie mattel was just coming out as brian with his bald head and like a you know a flannel shirt on doing the same exact country album yeah the same the same gig the gays would not be behind it you know what I mean? And so when you look at like, and we just have like this issue. The I lesbians is, would. That's a yeah. huge joke of hers. Is like the lesbians like just flock to Trixie Mattel for, well, the, that too. for her country album. Yeah, but I just lesbians look at love it though, country. For the rest of it though, it's always like we have issues. Like look, look at look at Adam Lambert. You know what I mean? We didn't we don't give Adam Lambert enough of his roses when that man can sing. He can front yeah. a band. He's he's with fucking queen and he's selling out arenas and he's like really doing the work and he's been in vegas and he's you know done all this stuff i feel like gay guys we treat him like shit you know what i mean like it just it really, really? does feel that way and i feel that same way that that's how it is with little nas x it's just kind of like oh that queen just wants all this attention he wants all this and it's like you guys aren't seeing the inroads so let him have it yeah, let him have <laughs> so, it. Look, like, at, look at Adam Lambert was wearing the, Yeah, Adam Lambert was doing the eyeliner and everything else. And all these boys who were doing the androgynous and they had somebody to look at that was, you know, new and he was cute and it was not boy George. You know, it was something new. And so it was inspiring. Yeah, this I'm going to vomit. I'm going to vomit the next time I see a dude who has never fucking seen a penis up close once call himself queer because he wore some guy liner in a fucking dress. I will scream. <laughs> Looking at Harry you, Styles? Eliza fucking Mi uh, Harry Styles, Eliza Miller, like all is, them. Is, all Harry, them. Is, is, is Harry, did he ever come out with any kind of gender fluid or anything? Like, I don't understand. Like, no, is, is everybody keeps on pinning these things on these dudes and being like, welcome to the fucking pride parade. And I'm just like, why are we inviting all these cis fucking hetero dudes just because they put, you know who you have to invite now? Norman Reedus, because he wore a tutu once. Congratulations. You have Daryl Dixon here now. But and he is, won't leave. But it's a little bit different. So like, <laughs> um, there's a lot of people who would be very into that Walking Dead gentleman. Okay. So like, you know. Okay. Yeah. There's a lot of people. And he I'm looks not. like he would rob a gas station for you. For so meth. I get it. For meth. For for, <laughs> like, for his lady. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That man probably has a golden penis because look at the bitches he dates. I think about this more than I possibly should, but he's dating that bitch who played Helen of Troy. Mm -hmm. And he also put a baby in uh what what's her name? She was like a 90s supermodel. Like Claudia. Know. No, it's not Claudia Schiffer. It's um Christine. Oh, what the fuck is her name? Helena Christensen. No Elena way. Christensen for no, he that hasn't. he that is his baby. That is his baby mama. That man looks like he currently works at a gas station and he put a baby in both Diane Kruger and Helena Christensen. And I think about this a lot because I'm, I'm like, just that looking man this up. I looks, never realized that he was with. I mean, the thing is, is like for her for years, for Helena years. And they call me 
is rich, rich, rich. Gorge. But from rich. Her ex, she's she's rich. Yeah. She's so rich. And he was in the boondock saints, for God's sake. I just he Googled said he once Helena went Christian to Fashion Week. I just Googled Helena Christensen Go. and like the first question that pops up. You know how she Google is? A... Google is shady. Yeah. Google is just a shady. Google bit. is very shady. And Google said, what happened to Helena Christensen? <laughs> what happened? She's still gorgeous. That's what happened to her. She's still just busy being gorgeous, dating like Spanish princes and shit. Yeah, that's, that's what the whole she's thing. doing. She's been. Oh, my God. You know, she was with Michael Hutchins. The fuck is Michael Hutchins? The front man from NXS. Do you know that she was with him before he killed himself? Like, like back in the day. Oh like, my god! That? What a downward slide she had. Like the like, dude from I in it, <laughs> and then she's like shacks up with the dude from Mimic. Girl, you know what? She's girl. she's living her best life. Who? Where did this? This right now at Helena Christensen. Right. Anyways, thank so, you. <laughs> <laughs> so Lil Nas X Gay dudes he don't did his give. Thing. <laughs> I think this has a really nice place in the gay pop culture, like yeah, you know, lexicon Hall of Fame and lexicon because of it. I mean, it's it's not as big of a kiss as like Madonna and Britney. You know what I mean? Like that one was with the one Christina that getting like, the sloppy seconds. Yeah, yeah, that one was the one that like kind of stop the world but this one it seems like today it's really making these headlines and these parents are big mad because they all were like old town road old town road and like <laughs> and now like you know two years later little Nas X is out here humping the devil and like kissing men on you stage. know what you know what I think he heard too many times he heard see why can't most gays be like this dude and not throw it in everybody's face. He literally said that on Twitter yeah. where he's like, oh yeah. And so now he's out here humping the devil, taking pole classes and making out with dudes on stage. He's like, oh yeah. Yeah. You want to talk about my fucking gays like that? Huh? So that. I think that the gay community actually owes him a lot of things, mainly for being petty. And I like everybody loves a petty Betty and he's the biggest petty Betty. He literally you know, a few years ago, they were having like church sermons in uh, well, the BET Awards with a fucking, yeah, like, <laughs> like straight up. And now he's humping the devil. Like, you know what? Progress. I think it is. We love I, it. We love to see it. It's called <laughs> evolution, guys. Okay. So look before, at that. Okay. We've been talking for almost an hour already. My God, this is going quickly today. Okay. Let's talk about the biggest thing, the biggest news. And that's about Britney Spears. I've been waiting to talk about this. Oh my, Brit with Britney, people Britney, that know Britney. what I'm talking about. Okay. Before we get I, into the Britney of what, what okay. it was. Okay. Tell me your relationship with Britney Spears. How do you, how did you, when did you discover Miss Britney? And when did you stay a fan? High school, high school. Nice. Definitely high school. I I was okay, so I was a Wait, when did you graduate? high school. When did you graduate? Bold of you to think I wasn't kicked out of high school. Are you oh wait? Because you're younger than me. So well, wait, what Am year I? would you have graduated? I graduated in 99. I would have graduated 2000, so I'm like a year. Okay, younger so then than we, we would have been so that's why in high school you would have it would have hit you. Okay, so keep going. So where what yeah. else? So Brittany, you discovered so, in high school. Yeah, in high school, and by the time 2008 like swung around i was having my full tilt like meltdowns all the time anyways <laughs> so i could i could really like hard relate to somebody like oh she took a bat 
to a fucking paparazzi car mm-hmm. good for her like i was always like team good for her for mm-hmm. like oh she shaved her head because people wouldn't leave her the fuck alone good for her like True. i was always like yeah go go crazy or britney i was always like piece of, like go fucking crazy and the amount of things that like we look back at the things that justin timberlake said because i was never a justin timberlake fan mm-hmm. but i look back at the shit that he said and i'm like this man has ruined not one but two women's fucking careers because we didn't hear from janet jackson after the fucking football debacle so oh, yeah. fuck you jt get the get, is- get fucking wrecked you little culture vulture well that goes into like the whole you saw framing britney spears the, that documentary. Yes, that, I absolutely yeah. saw. So and that goes into Britney that whole Spears because is like how he was yeah pushing, pushing, pushing on her. So my thing with Britney Spears is like I remember the very for first ten time, years. Yeah, my very first time with Britney was in high school at the Sadie Hawkins dance. Mm. Oh shit! So, did you have a Sadie Hawkins <laughs> dance? <laughs> yeah. Sadie Hawkins was the dance where the girls asked the guys. Asked the guys. And I so, didn't ask anybody because quite frankly, I always always like, no, you come to me. See? Well, like a feral I didn't, cat. I didn't ask anybody and it was my senior year and I was on the yearbook team. Yearbook team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the year the yearbook staff. The shadiest gossipy bitches. Well, it was basically like naturally get invited everywhere. And I was a photographer for the, I was a a photographer. And then I was also the, I had some position and I don't even remember. I have to find my yearbook, but I remember I just got some kind of position because I wanted that lanyard. But anyways, so you wanted it. It was Sadie Hawkins dance. And I remember so in love with these two guys, you know, like this, Mm -hmm. this, this, this one guy that I was completely like infatuated with. His name was a jock. no, and that was the thing. His name was Jim. He was like artsy. He wore like the oh, Jenko, no. he wore like Jenko jeans with like, you know, the Christ. Yeah, with like the polo, the striped. He was polo. like a raver. He wasn't a Did raver. He have spiked hair? No, that was the thing. Is like he was like this clean cut, but like he would wear those, but the you know, Jenko wear those jeans. clothes. Yeah, but like not the huge ones. He would wear like the appropriate size for the 90s. Oh, okay. And like, and I just thought mm. he was cutest things since like you know whatever and so we decided to have a fundraiser because that was what I was I was the fundraising chair that's what my position was oh okay my god we decided to have this big fundraiser and that you know Mr. Fessick our our yearbook teacher and that sort of thing he was like let's do this and so a bunch of us worked it and we did a photo op you know like instead of getting a photographer to like things so we took all the money in so anyways Long story boring again. I am going on these tangents today. But so Britney Spears, we Easy. went, I remember it was like, we can go dance because everybody had gotten their pictures and we went in to go dance. And I remember I got to dance like in a circle with boys and girls. <laughs> and it was like, oh my. It was so like, uh, and, the, and the song was Britney Spears, this baby one more time. It had like had just come out. And it was like, mm-hmm. and I remember mm-hmm. it started and like these guys are like dancing around. They're like singing it. And I was like, what is this song? Why don't I know this song? I love this song. <laughs> and I remember I was like, what is this? Why what don't is I this? know this? And everybody's like, it's that new Britney Wait. Spears. I remember I looked up Britney Spears on AOL that night and I was done. And it was just AOL like, done it. And yeah. it was like Britney Spears re- replaced all like as my former teen idol was Brandy. Remember Moesha? Mm-hmm. So like I was convinced mm-hmm. I was going to marry her. I was going to marry her one day because that's, you know, 
That's what gays do is they yeah. fantasize about their one diva and they're going to marry that girl and she'll keep them safe. And so the and, thing is, is, and then, and then I and went then over to Brittany. They're like, oh, wait. Yeah. I got to leave you, Brandy. Yeah. Brittany's, Brittany's here. I'm so sorry. And so Brittany's Brittany, calling. I'm sorry, Cinderella. And like, and ever since then, like, I remember I saw her like at, you know, I, I saw her in concert like a couple times, you know, that sort of thing. And so just nice. like growing up and it was always that. And so, and it's been funny because like now when it's all like the, um, Instagram and everything else that's been uh, as of late the last couple of years, it just looks so tragic when she just, hi guys, I'm here and it's me, Brittany. And I just want to tell you. About She's lithiumed out of her fucking gourd. Everybody, like... everybody knew, everybody knew that they, she was heavily medicated, mm -hmm. but when she was like, yeah, they put me on lithium against my fucking will. Everybody was like, I fucking like most of the people were like, so, I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it. That whole way that that call. So the, the, the whole thing guys is if you've been living under a rock, what happened last week is Britney Spears actually finally testified for herself in like this 24 minute uh, moment that you can actually find still online and a lot of the different mm -hmm. places. And it just starts off and it's like, Oh my God. Do you know how much your lawyer is making? Uh, six grand a week. It's like 10 that. grand. It's, oh, it's 10 grand it's a week. It's 10 grand. He's made $6 million her, in the last 10 years. Six million. Yeah. Six million. So this million dollars. Yeah. So this whole thing with her now that she was able to like speak, but like when it first starts, you're like, oh my God, that's the Britney we know. That's the Britney. Like she's got a voice. The little country twang is back a little bit. And it just sounds like a real girl. Saying she, yeah. Yeah. It sounds like the real girl. She sounds under Southern. There. Yeah. And like the, it's like, yeah. she's always been like the cage tiger. And that's always been like one of her, her things that she's always put out there is like this whole thing. And it's like, oh, there she mm -hmm. is. There it is. There she is. Yeah. There she is. You know, it's like, you know, from this, yeah. the circus situation. And so when she basically says that, no, we're not going to close this out. If my parent, if they've, if my family has had to do this and they've put me out there this whole time, they're going to just hear everything. You know what I mean? Like she sets that yeah. tone. And then that whole thing, when you're talking about the lithium situation and then they had the lawyer doctors. wants to close the fucking uh close the the proceeding so mm -hmm. people we don't hear what the fuck is going on and i think that that's very um calculated on his part uh and that this is the person that's supposed to be representing her mm -hmm. he doesn't have her but, best interest. but no absolutely not Megan he was a, he, he was <laughs> brought in by her family that's the other thing yeah, is that you to they, control her yeah they came and they gave her the person to basically you know, act like he's on her side, I think but that really judge, is working in there. I think that judge's hands are very licked as mm -hmm. well. That there's yeah. no way a, a normal judge would look at somebody who's performing for 40 hours a week and be like, yeah, they need a conservative ship. That doesn't make any sense. When she was like, and none of it makes any sense. When she was like, I was there, I was choreographing 16 dancers and I wasn't just good. I was great. And I was, and the thing is, is, and then, cause remember there was those videos. I remember this, there was those videos that were coming out of her in the rehearsals. And it was like, Oh, Brittany's back. Brittany's back. Cause she, and it looked great. Mm -hmm. And then when she didn't want to do something, they put her on the lithium and then all of a sudden the movements became, she wasn't moving. Like just everybody, moved, everybody moved yeah. around her and they pushed her around the stage of where they needed her to be. You know what I mean? It's, like you can very much up. see it's very much she's like a living doll that they're just kind of like pushing around. It's weekend at Bernie's. That's I remember that um she was on a few years ago. Mm -hmm. It was a few years ago where um she had um she had something uh she had some performance and everybody's like, Oh my god, it was amazing. And I'm like, there's something wrong. 
there's something wrong with her. She seems like really out of it and compare it. Like her movements were not like what you'd seen in the past. And then everybody's like, oh, well, she had two kids and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, no, that's not it. This isn't that. It, was, it wasn't it, that. It was that she was on fucking lithium. Yeah. <laughs> like I was like, like, I knew it. And who knows what else they put her on that she doesn't even realize. Lord even fucking knows. You know what I mean? Like these Because are just, they hired are, the cuts. You take vitamins in the morning, you the take nurses. your pill at night. And you know what I mean? Like who mm-hmm. knows if those are really vi- I mean, like you just never know that poor girl. So have you seen today? So this is we're recording this on a Monday. This is gonna drop on, on Tuesday, Instagram. Guys. Yes, on Jamie, Jamie Smith, Jamie Lynn. Jamie Lynn finally said something. Did you see that today? I didn't see Jamie Lynn's Instagram, but I did see that Britney Spears is currently right now in Maui, which, by the way, is one of the two states that her conservatorship is illegal. Amazing. Where's the other state? Huh? What's the other state? Do you know? I think it's like South Carolina or some shit. Oh, no. Don't go there, She couldn't travel to Maui for a really long time. Stay in Hawaii, Britney. Stay in Hawaii. Imagine so her- if she stays in Hawaii, empties her fucking bank accounts and dips. Like Ugh. if she gets another passport and dips to fucking because Kevin, like they they used to take her kids away. But Kevin Featherline's like, no, we're not doing that. We're not playing this fucking game anymore because Kevin Featherline has a fucking restraining order against her father. So nobody in the conservatorship can talk to those fucking kids. Mm. It's just it's insane. And he's on her team. It's so like, yeah, it's sad. It's sad. Kevin Federline's trash. Everything that's happened. Yeah. Absolute and, trash. And yeah. Kevin Federline is like a hero in this. But her boyfriend, Sam, Mas- right? Sam Mascari, he's just seeming like a, a decent dude. So here's the thing. Yeah. So yeah, we were, everybody was suspect and we should still be because you never know. Free Britney Army. We yeah. don't know yet. But the thing is right now, he's looking like a good guy. And so he's recently, Absolutely. I was telling you earlier, he's now an actor and he was like really heavy in the first two episodes, but he's just kind of here and there now on black monday which is on showtime so if that that's actually that's a recommendation you guys bingeable show bing 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 um is black monday it's on showtime it's don Cheadle. Mm-hmm. it's casey wilson it's andrew rannells it's paul Shear. i mean it's like so many great comedic people um regina like it's good shit but so sam Ascari is now playing one of the there's casey's wilson's uh character is a clothing designer right so and he plays one of the guys who is one of her models slash works there and she's also fucking him and so like her first scene with him is like her being railed by sam Ascari, but you know like britney well, spears boyfriend britney spears boyfriend so when she actually on, <laughs> on, on casey's podcast on bitch sesh she actually did a little she was talking about him and she was saying that he was just like a great stand-up guy. He was very protective of her. And when they would do like their um, coaching, you know, and that sort of a thing, he would take the calls intimacy from like, coaching or yeah, whatever. their intimacy coaching. He would take the calls from the car and whatnot. Like, so, and like, they just, people would try to like get a little bit of information about Brittany and he was just nothing. He would give them nothing. Just shut them else. down. Yeah, like, it's like that's his girl. That's don't, you know, just thing. So I'm just I'm glad with that. So what happened this that happened today is Jamie Lynn Spears finally broke her silence. And so it starts off really weird. She was the one who dropped the tea. Hold on. She was the one to drop the tea that Justin Timberlake cheated first, by the way. Mm. Yeah, because she knows yeah. her sister. And so in the Jamie mm. Lynn, at first I was like, I don't know. But now that I'm like, when you when I rewatched it. Um, 
I think half of she basically says that she supports her sister. She had conversations with her sister that weren't big hashtags online or anything that you should get a new lawyer. She had she basically had said that, you know, she's now on record saying that she told her sister that you need to get a you need to get new legal representation. She Jamie Lynn is just basically saying that, you know, she doesn't need her sister to live. She's made her own money and she's been a working she's been working since she was nine years old. True, because we knew she was on Zoe 101 on Nickelodeon for the long. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like she's been supporting herself. She's been fine. And that, it's, that, it's like the Solange that, Beyonce situation that they each that the little sister well, awesome. has her own, you know, and like yeah. they, they do their own yeah. thing. And so with that also she's been through enough if she was in nickelodeon she was into that dance snyder shit he was a fucking pedophile through and through he mm-hmm. she probably had to have feet pics taken of her so leave leave her alone Ugh, you guys find <laughs> that stuff so what lily's talking about is dan schneider he was an old director producer over on nickelodeon and now that when they look at some of the stuff that he directed back in the day with like ariana grande and like all those sorts of things like yeah there's a lot of like Horrific. weird feet tickling and and close up on kid parts and that sort of thing that just doesn't it's all very sus and very gross and and now they know what kind of a creepo oh and people yeah but so back to jamie lynn yeah back to jamie Jamie lynn Lynn. so Brittany and jamie lynn so jamie's basically like she's supporting her sister that her sister's you know was out there and she's she's there for her and that just because she didn't do a big huge hashtag and everything else that she knows what's going on back behind the scenes and that, you know, she misses her nephews and all that sort of thing. Or, you know, she or she does everything that she can for her family, for Brittany and for her nephews and that sort of thing. So mm. let's see how that all kind of shapes out. Who knows, too, what kind of things that her dad has threatened her with? You know what I mean? That's another part of it. And there's this brother of theirs, Brian Spears, who's on piece a- of shit, piece yeah. of shit, fight him. He's on site. That brother is absolutely on site joking that the women in his family need to fucking shut up and fucking do what they're told on site. If I could recognize that basic fucking motherfucker, it's on site. It's the whole, um, (laughs) if I can recognize that milk toast looking motherfucker. Have you seen don't trust any white dudes? That thing that, um, uh, what do you call it? St. Ho did that it's it's uh, a no. me confronting jamie spears today and it's ayana <laughs> it's it's ayana van zant you know <laughs> she's like yelling it's like the best wait i'm gonna play it not on my watch <laughs> not on my watch will you disrespect another one <laughs> that's what we're telling jamie spears right now not on my watch <laughs> so that's what's like right. What's happening right now so it's just it's insane all the things and so i'm just hoping that britney spears is like out yeah and so and it's been so hard i like, hope for- that this is a fleeing i hope she's fleeing and i hope she's finding legal counsel in hawaii i hope this isn't just a vacation for her i hope that she's gonna use uh the courts of hawaii you no know, it'd be to amazing actually get out if she's not even in hawaii right now how She's cool would it no what if it is because the thing is is you know how she posts things later and all that sort of shit wouldn't it be yeah. great is if she was actually in la getting her shit together <laughs> like everybody thinks that they're looking over here at hawaii and like she's back in la or she's wherever she needs to be to get her shit, shit together so it's just as soon as she gets out of this conservative i would say that'd be amazing but except for like again that she can get out of the conservatorship easier in hawaii 
Mm-hmm. That's why well, I think that she's in Hawaii in the first place. Let's see I don't think that she's like, are. oh, Maui is so great. Like, I think that she's she's over there for a very specific purpose. She just wanted yeah. out of the house. You Absolutely. Know I mean? And so it's been a long, a long year. So that was the whole Britney Spears thing. So you guys like listen to that whole thing. I mean, it's just it's it's powerful. It's amazing that she's starting to speak up for herself. And like, I'm yeah. so here for it because it's just like this is the Britney that we've been needing. Thank you guys so much for tuning in today to another episode of Bald and Bingeable. I've had Lily Holiday here with me. Lily, where can they find you? On Instagram and TikTok, ranting into the ether. And at Lily Holiday? <laughs> yeah, at Lily Holiday. Okay, there's no numbers or anything or underscores. No, I don't think so. Okay, so you guys will find her information inside of the show notes. You guys can find me, D'Angelo, at D'Angelo Gogo on Twitter and Instagram or D'Angelo on TikTok. <laughs> I'm kind of over TikTok, though. Anyways, we'll talk about it later. Um, I love it. Uh, yeah, so you guys, make sure that you guys are uh, listening to Bald and Bingeable wherever you guys can find podcasts. Give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Thank you guys so much. Make sure you guys like and subscribe everywhere. Rate, review, whatever you want to call it. But thank you guys. Love you so much. Good night from the lower level. Good night from the lower level. <laughs>